Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Spatially podcast series. The Thinking Spatially podcast series, where we think spatially across space, across time, and across scales, from local to global scales. Today's episode, Al Biruni, A-L-B-I-R-U-N-I, Al Biruni, laying the geodetic foundations, the geodetic foundations. Long before modern requirements for Earth measurements took shape, Al Biruni, circa 973 to 1048 AD or CE, laid the foundations for the Earth's physical properties. He believed that the Earth rotated on its axis and proposed how time and longitude are related. Born near Kath, K-A-T-H, in Khwarezm, in the Sumanid, Sumanid Empire, modern-day Uzbekistan, near the Aral Sea, he lived much of his life in the Ghaznavid dynasty, Ghaznavid dynasty, now east-central Afghanistan. His full name was Abu Rehan Muhammad ibn Ahmad al-Biruni, regarded as one of the greatest scholars of the medieval Islamic era, he studied astronomy and mathematics from Abu Nazar Mansur, whose family ruled the region at the time. He became proficient in physics, mathematics, astronomy, natural science, geography, history, weights and measures, religion, philosophy, grammar, medicine, and linguistics. Al-Biruni thus exemplified a polymath, a person of wide-ranging knowledge. He is estimated to have written 146 major works with a total of about 13,000 folios, or the equivalent of 13,000 printed pages. He was conversant in Khwarezmian, Persian, Arabic, Sanskrit, Greek, Hebrew, and Syriac, aided no doubt from his conversations with travelers and from the traveling he did. For example, in 1017 he traveled to India and authored Tariq al-Hind, or The History of India. This account was so accurate, all the more remarkable since he was an outsider, that he was given the title Al-Ustad, or The Master. Rather than concentrating solely on India's history, it, offered co- it also covered its astronomy, astrology, the calendar, systems of writing, its number system, and its geography. Yay! His work, Shadows, brings together mathematics, astronomy, and physics, for example, setting forth mathematical constructs such as the rule of three, irrational numbers, ratio theory, solving algebraic equations, geometry, angles, conic sections, the sign theorem in the plane, trigonometry, and even stereographic projection. Despite the fact that no more than one-fifth of his works have survived, there is no doubt that Al-Biruni was revolutionary for several reasons. First, he was a modern scholar in the sense that he was an impartial researcher, perhaps best exemplified in his writings about customs and creeds of various nations. Second, he was revolutionary in that his geography was interlinked with history, mathematics, language, and other aspects of culture. Third, he was scholarly in a time and place of social unrest, producing an enormous amount and volume of work. His influence is felt today far beyond the fact that the town near where he was born is now named Biruni. And if you look at my book, Interpreting Our World, you'll see a stamp from Syria that was issued in his honor. Thank you.
He made such serious contributions to the Earth sciences, geography, and physical geography that he is regarded as the father of geodesy, the study of the shape of the Earth. By age 17, yes, 17, he had computed the latitude of his hometown by observing the maximum altitude of the sun. By age 22, he had completed the writing of the book Cartography that included reflections on numerous map projections, as well as devising one of his own. Civil wars and unrest forced him to move to Rayy, R-A-Y-Y, near present-day Tehran. But even as a refugee, he took the opportunity to study once again. He met the astronomer Al-Khujandi, K-H-U-J-A-N-D-I. Not long afterwards, once again, his knowledge seemed to surpass that of his educator and mentor. He pointed out errors that the astronomy Al-Khujandi made about the latitude of Rayy and the obliquity of the ecliptic. He also exemplified the value of working with distant colleagues. By comparing the timing of a lunar eclipse between the cities of Baghdad and his hometown, he was able to calculate the difference in longitude between them. He did not just think about things, he built them, including astronomical devices for his measurements. He also worked to secure funding for his projects. He corresponded with scholars such as Avicenna and Al-Sihji. He wrote about time, on the decimal system, on the astrolabe, on astronomy, on astrology and history. Al-Biruni lived through civil unrest at least twice different lands and tw- probably was a longtime prisoner of the ruler Mahmud, but yet overcame adversity to become one of the greatest scientists of his time and region. Fourth, he treated science as a process of careful observation and testing of theories. He saw the development of science as part of a historical process, careful to put in proper context. He treated errors more scientifically than Ptolemy did. Whereas Ptolemy's attitude was to select the observations he felt were most reliable and meshing well with his theories, and not telling the reader about observations that he was discarding, Al-Biruni took a different approach. He also chose some that he believed were more reliable, but also tells the reader about the discarded observations. He was also meticulous, as is, as is customary in modern practice, even in being sensitive to rounding errors. He even wrote that the velocity of light is immense compared to the velocity of sound, and described the Milky Way as a collection of countless fragments of the nature of nebulous stars. In geography, Al-Biruni introduced techniques to measure the Earth's shape and size through solving a complex geodesic equation. He was able to measure distances on the Earth using triangulation. Triangulation was the technique that would be used 1,000 years later by GPS and by the technique as determining earthquake epicenters. His calculation of the radius of the Earth was 6,339.6 kilometers, an accurate value not obtained in Europe for another 500 years, and also only 30 kilometers from its accepted value today of 6,371 kilometers. One of his works contains a table that provides the coordinates of 600 places, including towns, river junctions, and points of land. Like other geographers, his extensive travels came in handy. He wrote Chronology in 1000, describing the history and geography of the Central and Western Asia region. Despite political divisions, Muslim, Muslim lands represented a vast territory of common culture in which travel and research could take place. Like other geographers before and after him, he learned different languages in in order to, in part, enhance his own learning and also to spread that knowledge to others. In the case of Al-Biruni, he learned Sanskrit, for example, to help him understand and teach about Indian astronomy, astrology, 
chronology, and cultural and physical geography. Similar to other geographers, Al-Biruni's extensive reading of other texts greatly aided his own research. His works On Shadows, circa 1021, Tahdid, 1025, On Chords, 1027, On Transits, India, 1031, and Al-Qanan al-Masudi, as well as the Arabic translation of Vejadanin's Sanskrit's Karan Telada, are all fundamental texts for the history of Islamic and Indian astronomy of the 8th through the 10th centuries. They are fundamental in large part because of al-Biruni's extensive citations of earlier texts that he not only read but understood. They are also full of al-Biruni's own observations, which are among the best made in the medieval period. In terms of physical geography and the composition of the materials that make up the earth, he described the ratios between the densities of such elements as gold, mercury, lead, silver, copper, bronze, brass, tin, and iron. He spent much of his time and spread much of what was known about India 1,000 years ago to different parts of Asia, and because he was so active in a pivotal crossroads of the world, spread knowledge about different disciplines to faraway lands. His geodetic foundations were important to the evolving science of geodesy, and surveying is critical to all modern societies, and indeed surveying is critical to engineering, geography, and many more disciplines. Thus, Al-Biruni moved geography more forward in several key ways, including the calculation of the correct geographic coordinates of hundreds of cities and points of land, determining the Earth's radius, and developing map projections. On the subject of geography, Al-Biruni once said, This subject is an all-important one for travelers and merchants. It is desired by princes and noble personages, sought for by judges and doctors of law, the delight of commoners and men of rank. And that's Al-Biruni laying the foundations for geodesy, or laying the geodetic foundations. Thanks for being with me on this episode of the Thinking Spatially podcast, where we think spatially across space and time from local to global scales. 